Hi, Mom. Hi, Jim. All right. This week, a very special episode with Bridger Weiniger. I mean, I think my listeners and his listeners have been waiting a long time for this episode. He's finally on and he's having me eat a gyro or, as you may know it, a gyro. And I know it as a gyro. I know. I'm not surprised. That's what I told him you would know it as. Now, have you ever had one? No, I haven't. All right. Do you think I'm going to enjoy it? Yes, I think you will. Oh, interesting. All right. Yes, because you like tacos and burritos. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, interesting. Well, we'll see if I like it. We're going to call you back as soon as I have my Euro for the first time with Bridger. But right now, we're going to start the show. I never had a plum or tuna fish. Baby, no. Let me try some new exciting dish. Baby, no. Bok choy, collard greens, pad thai. So many foods I haven't tried. I'm kind of scared to eat them. I won't lie. I'm Jimmy Smagula. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at babymouthpod. You can follow me on Instagram at Jimmy Smagula. If it's your first time tuning into the podcast, you know, I'm 46 years old. There are so many foods I still haven't eaten. My mom fed myself and my brother when we were growing up the same things over and over again. Pizza, meatloaf, chicken, hamburgers, hot dogs. So I am... Having this podcast and doing this podcast as a way to really force myself to open up my mind, open my palate, and try new foods for the first time. I've done over 30 episodes. I've tried over 30 new foods. If you haven't listened to any of the past episodes, go ahead, go back and listen to them. They're very fun. And a wonderful way you can show your support for the podcast is by going to the link tree on our Instagram accounts. That's my Instagram account or the podcast Instagram account. Click the link tree. There's a Patreon link. There's a PayPal link. You can also Venmo me directly at Jimmy Smagula. I'm just doing this all by my myself. So I really appreciate any financial help you can give us. This week, we are diving into a gyro, which I was probably pronouncing as gyro for a long time in my life. Not great and embarrassing to admit, but that's the truth. I've never had a gyro. I have had Greek food before with not much success. But this week's guest, I don't really know what to say. I've both been looking forward to having this person as a guest and also dreading having this person as a guest because he is a maniac that I live with. And I will say he is a man that makes me happy every single day. Bridger Weiniger. Bridger, welcome to Baby Mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Is this a mistake? What is happening? Should we end the podcast immediately? If, right now. 
He set up a whole thing at our office. You know, I only have one microphone. We wanted to try to do this live, but we're actually on Zoom in the same house. I'm in the office. You're in the office. We're in separate rooms. We're in many different offices in our enormous, enormous home that we have here in Los Angeles together. (laughs) It's about 95 degrees in this office. How's the temperature in your office? Is it really hot in there? Yeah, I'm really warm. Why didn't you turn on the AC? Well, we have a little AC. They call it a mini split, I believe, is the uh, term. And I turned it on for a minute, but I can't have the whirring in the background during my professionally recorded podcast. <laughs> you're you're going to die. I know. I'm going to be sw- I'm sweating already, and it's minute one. But Bridger, how are you? What have you eaten? You know, I, I kind of already know what you've eaten today. I mean, you're kind of... You have almost the same thing every day. There's a lunch spot. I don't want to say what it is on the podcast because people will probably run to it in hopes of meeting you, getting your (laughs) autograph, a photo, this kind of a thing. But for breakfast every morning, you know, I used to before I met you, I would have for breakfast pancakes, sausage, (laughs) maybe some hash browns, and a few thousand glasses of iced tea and now i have a very small what you would say is a protein bar i don't know if they're that's what the company says it is it's on the late on the box right there it says protein bar i'm not i didn't make this i up. don't actually think it's a protein bar though i think it's more of a snack <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> i think it's it says protein bar on it and then you look at the side and the you know, the main nutrient of this product is protein. Now, you believe everything you read? Is that what you're telling our listeners? <laughs> well, you have to trust someone. If you if you stop trusting the nutrition on the side of a box, who can you trust? I just, I, I'm going to have to look at these specific, but they're very tiny, tiny little protein bars, Nature Valley. I mean, people, go look at the size <laughs> of this. I am a 220-pound, six-foot-tall man. You're free to get a different type of breakfast. This is what I'm providing. I know, well, it's what I'm eating. Uh, if you've got a complaint, you can go whip yourself something. And up. we do have that. And then we have some homemade cold brew coffee that we make ourselves because, you know. We? Well, I have made it in the past. So in 2017. It's been a while. <laughs> It's perhaps taking a lot of credit. It has perhaps been a while since I've made the coffee, but you're very good at it. And it's, I think it's two cups of water, one cup of the the coffee grinds. That's right. And we split the uh, cost of the grinds. They come once a month and I get (laughs) slammed on Venmo with a Venmo charge of, I think, $20 for a month of coffee, which is not a lot of money. That's a really good deal. No, it's a really good deal. I mean, I will say you maybe an hour or so after having the coffee go to Starbucks and order a coffee which is uh so it kind of negates any savings that you're that getting. is true i get the shaken espresso venti with oat milk no classic two pump sugar-free vanilla and light ice and but oh, do you know what stresses me but out. you know bridger you know what it is i like to get out of the house i like to go somewhere it's a starbucks reserve that i go to so it's really <laughs> high end I am starting to see the same people there now. We're starting to notice each other. There's a woman who's there every day on her laptop. There's a gentleman there every day. So I'm becoming a regular at the Starbucks reserve with my shaken espresso and oat milk. That's not something to be proud of. But I like, you know, after so long of not being able to sit anywhere except in your own house, 
There's something enjoyable. And you can go inside or outside at this Starbucks. They have both available. Both are <laughs> meticulous and beautifully curated for your enjoyment. Well, it's not for me. I have invited you multiple times. <laughs> I don't... I don't like to spend money at Starbucks unless I absolutely have to. Really? You know me. I like to get a... The, the cost is not that much different from a place that takes care to make their coffee. You know, yeah. And so I'll go to a place that, uh, it'll maybe be another quarter. And I, 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 you know, I don't like to spend a lot of money. Well, but, yes, uh, just period. To spend the extra quarter to get a something made by, you know, someone who cares. We have so many food-related stories. I'm thinking of one where there was an evening... A few years ago, this was pre-pandemic, where we were deciding what to eat for dinner. And <sighs> you started to beg me to go to a pizza place called 800 Degrees. You were <laughs> begging me. And you were saying things like, Jim, let me buy... I was not begging you. I suggested... No, no, no. You were adamant. Jim, let me buy <laughs> you a pizza. You offered to buy the dinner. Jim, <laughs> let me buy you a pizza, Jim. Come on, let me buy you. And I kept thinking, <laughs> why does he want to buy me a pizza? And I thought to myself, he must have a coupon. He must have a coupon. And so then I said, Bridger, do you have a coupon? <laughs> and in fact, you did. You had a It was a good deal. It was a good deal. And I felt like you had at the time... A uh, very limited palate. Yes. And was, so, you know, yeah. it was, you know, my entire life with you has essentially just been a long episode of this podcast. And so <laughs> at the time, you were probably going to either suggest pizza or hamburgers for mm. dinner. And I thought, if I'm going to have to have one of these things, I'm at least going to have some savings. <laughs> and at the time, that I will say that restaurants, oh, they've really gone off the cliff. But at the time, it was decent pizza, and they had a wonderful weekly special. We had a great five dollar pizza. We had a great time. I believe the coupon was buy one get one free. <laughs> so that's. I mean, we. But I think was that the night we went yes. to that place and saw. I don't know if we can name. Oh, her, we absolutely. A, I will name her if you're afraid. I of, don't think you can. You're going to get sued. By who? Her? She's not suing me. Listen, here's what happened, people. I will say it. I've, and if if this. I don't know. I guess celebrity. You can't say that. You can't say that on a public record. You can just say a famous songwriter. Me? Okay, there's a I famous wouldn't say it. I don't... songwriter. I would be on her side in court. <laughs> well, we know that. There's a famous songwriter who may or may not have an office in Hollywood. Very famous, well-known songwriter. And we saw... Her. I already said it was a, a her. That's okay. We saw her. I don't think the, uh, all women are going to At the you. 800 degrees. And I was like, look, Bridger, there's the person who won't be named. And then we saw her get up with a water cup. Now, you know, when you go to an establishment <laughs> like 800 degrees or, you know, Chipotle, you can get, a, you buy a drink for the fountain or you get a kind of see-through plastic water cup that lets like a picnic cup. Yeah, that lets everybody know I did not pay for a drink. I only am getting a free tiny teensy little water cup. Well, this multi-millionaire, multi-Grammy award winning hitmaker. I mean bonafide hitmaker. Hollywood <laughs> hit hitmaker went right up to that fountain 
and poured herself a Diet Coke in her little water cup. And Bridger and I, I think we just gasped. I think we, it, it was a horrifying. So, you know, the 1%. I think I'm cheap. Oh, yeah, really? Well, look, <laughs> I mean. Jim, have you ever stolen soda? Uh, I can't say that I have. I'm happy to pay for a little <laughs> soda. I usually get a Diet Coke. I don't drink regular soda. I'll get a Diet Coke or at Chipotle, I'll get an iced tea, which I think is mm-hmm. some of the best iced tea in the world. <laughs> have you ever had the iced tea at Chipotle? I've had your iced tea. Well, yeah. I think it's. I think all iced tea is basically fine. So I, I don't know that it's that hard to screw up iced By tea. By the way, this is what Bridger will do. And this is a perfect example. Yesterday, we went to Chipotle together. I dragged him to lunch because he could not. He literally. St- I had a hard time. You had a horrible time. <laughs> I looked over in the kitchen and for about six minutes, he was just staring at a container of protein shake mix, staring at it, not going left, not going right, just staring down at this container of protein shake mix. And I finally said, Put your shoes on. You're going to come to lunch with me. You need to get out of the house. So we went to Chipotle. I was in crisis. Poor thing. He just. I couldn't decide. Some days it's, you know, I have a very difficult time deciding on food. Uh, well, you have a difficult time deciding on everything. You just, you're not. But mostly you're food. You're not really a decision maker. I wouldn't say, you know. <laughs> but we got to Chipotle. Bridger got a water. I paid for a soda, Diet Coke. We finished our meal outside, lovely meal, wonderful conversation, lovely time. Oh my God, I can't believe, I'm going to delete this body. <laughs> and we start to walk toward the car and he turns to me and I have my Diet Coke. I think I probably maybe went in and refilled it and then came back and he turns to me and goes, are you finished with your drink? Because <laughs> this is what Bridger loves to do. He loves to not pay for his own drink, but drink my drinks. Well, but this is what you love to do is you love to just throw out a half a cup of soda. I just wanted a sip of Diet Coke. And I thought he's going to carelessly throw this away and I would like a sip. Yeah, of but that. you didn't say may I have a sip. You said, are you done with your drink? As if you were to take possession. Well, because we were headed towards a garbage can. No, we were headed toward the car and passing by a garbage can. And a garbage can was, uh, you know, a connecting oh, flight. Richard. Now, don't you think I could have a little something more for breakfast instead of just this breakfast bar? I've got to go back to this. I once saw you order a plate of French fries for breakfast so i think that we need to keep you you know you have certain dietary restrictions i have diabetes you can say it i talk about it freely i do not listen to the podcast (laughs) is this the first you know this is a podcast where i eat foods for the first time it's called baby mouth (laughs) have you ever heard of it i mean are you listening to the podcast (laughs) if i don't listen to your podcast i get the cold shoulder i'm in the dog house people believe me when i tell you this Uh, you're (laughs) You are, I mean, we have to talk about this breakfast thing because yes, you can have, you could, of course, get whatever you want, but you just, you kind of, it's like you grew up in a cave as far as food goes and you don't really know, you're kind of off the rails as soon as somebody isn't like, uh, kind of keeping you fenced in. You're kind of like a raccoon. That's very true. I mean, and I'll tell you growing up, I never ate breakfast ever, ever. Not even when you were in elementary school? No. My mother would give me a granola bar, chocolate chip, Quaker, chewy granola bar. Well, isn't that interesting? That's what I would have. It's the same thing, but it's not enough. I need, you know, I love to have an oatmeal for breakfast. What's wrong with that? Isn't that good fiber? Well, you've got to, you have to make it. It's a big yeah. to well, do. Well, can I just do a microwavable oatmeal, put the water in it and put it in the yeah, microwave? Sure. I mean, I like the Starbucks oatmeal. That's all they're doing. 
do the research. Yeah, I mean, let's. let's I'm going to try to start doing that because a little protein. Make an bar. overnight oat. And the other fun thing about Bridger in the morning while we're on it is that he needs it to be completely silent for about an hour. So from and you need it to be a parade. Well, I like to talk. You know, I'm a talker. I enjoy noise and talking and conversation. But Bridger likes to read in the morning. How long do you think you'd read? Probably an hour every morning. Oh, it depends on the book I'm reading. I like to shoot for a half hour. And do you think it stimu- starts stimulating your brain kind of to get moving? Yes. And it just feels nice. And it's the one part of my day where, you know, the internet isn't stressing me out. Nothing's stressing me out. I just get to enjoy learning well, if, or you know escaping into a book yeah. you love to escape into a book if you've ever seen the phantom thread there's a scene where daniel day lewis's <laughs> character is sitting at the breakfast table and a woman i can't remember if it's his wife or just a woman who lives in the house with him is starts stirring her tea and the spoon just makes the slightest noise and he says too much noise and he slams the table that's what my morning is like every morning and if you've ever seen an episode of The Muppet Show, there's a character named Animal, <laughs> which is constantly interrupting everything and making noise. That's my side of that the, is, this I equation. That is, I think, a little exaggerated. But, you know, I love <laughs> that you read. I want to also talk to the listeners about our first date because we had a food kind of food-centric first date. And it was a bit of a panic for me because you said to me, let's go to Tatsu Ramen. And I had right. never had ramen. It was an odd thing for me. Uh, I'm uh, bad at dating. Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking about this before we were recording about that date, because the idea of suggesting to go to ramen, to go eat like two pounds of noodles and broth <laughs> full of garlic on a first date is <laughs> like some someone that's out of their mind would suggest. And the fact that you went along with it, Maybe it speaks to your desperation. No, no, excuse me. It wasn't my desperation. (laughs) I didn't know what ramen was. And I thought to myself, (laughs) I don't want to begin with this man who I have, you know, chatted with for a while now and talked to maybe on the phone. I don't know if we talked on the phone or not, but that I was very interested in. What I had, what I knew about you at that time before actually meeting you for the first time, but I didn't want to come in and be like, ah, I don't want that. Let's go for a cheeseburger. I don't want that. Let's go for a hot dog. You know, I was like, okay, he's suggesting ramen. I will try the ramen. I had to look up ramen. I saw that it was some kind of a soup with noodles. How did you not know what ramen was? Instant ramen is in every college dorm. Every Anyone under 20 owns a package of ramen. I mean, obviously, ramen at a restaurant's a little different. You must have been familiar with ramen. I was familiar that it was a college microwavable noodle, but I didn't think that's we weren't going to. I didn't think we'd be going to a restaurant where we'd sit down at a microwave and a table and put it in. So <laughs> that's not a bad that's idea. That's a great idea. So I, um, I didn't. You know, I thought, well, what is this? I mean, are they putting chicken in this ramen? Is it going to be some kind of? So when we walked in, you had to order before you sat down, and you said, "What kind yes. of broth would you like?" And I said. And you, you've, you know, people say uh, that the things that first charm you about a person in a relationship are what will eventually become what drives you insane. And uh, the first charming thing you said to me was, I'll have whatever tastes like chicken parm. And I thought that that was a joke. I thought, oh, what a funny thing to say from this Italian person. (laughs) Ha ha ha. But at the time, 
that was the truth. That's what you wanted to eat. That's all you wanted to eat. You wanted something that was close to a fried chicken breast covered in uh, tomato sauce and cheese, which is obviously very far from wrong. It's just my favorite food, the chicken parm. So I, I, you know, I didn't know what I was going to get. I remember getting a large side of corn at the chicken <laughs> parm place. And so I thought I could. No, you mean at the ramen at the ramen place. place? Sorry, a large side of corn at the ramen place. So I thought probably I could fill this soup with corn because I knew I liked. You corn. ordered like five things. I remember you got. I think you even got. They had like a ramen hamburger. I probably. Got I think you that. got essentially everything on the menu, yeah. and then I think just ate the corn. Probably. I remember thinking he's had two bites of that that giant bowl of ramen. I mean, it was very nerve wracking for me because it was a new food, and so you know, it's great like. I don't have the same amount of shame and fear that I used to have going out to new restaurants with new people. I mean, obviously, I'm not in the dating market anymore. You squash that for me. But, you know, I, but it's, it's great now that I don't have that same sense of, of dread of like, oh, a seafood restaurant. Like, you know what? There'll be something there I could eat and it'll probably be good and sushi and all these new things I've eaten. Most food is good. If you go to a good place, the food will be yeah. good. I know. It's just hard. Very hard. I mean, you hear my mom on this thing. She's afraid <laughs> to eat, try anything. And and I think she's 75 years old. Now is like, if not now, when? When are you going to try this? But what's the worst that could happen? You don't enjoy it? Who cares? But your parents aren't big, voracious eaters, aren't they? They're not going out for sushi. and Are they? Oh, my dad, my dad uh, is fairly... They're both like... Open-minded mm, about truth at the very least. Yeah, not. Did you eat a wide variety of foods when you were growing up? Um, not a wide variety, but like we would go. Uh, you know, we're having a euro today. You're having a euro yes. on this podcast. I I think Greek food was probably the first kind of adventurous oh. seeming food that I had mm. uh, with my dad. And he would like he would find places like that. But then we would eat a lot of Mexican food. Well, you, uh, I mean, Chinese. Food. You have Mexican food virtually every day. That's all I That's want. That's all you want. You either go for lunch to a taco place or dinner to a Mexican restaurant. I mean, can I just say something? Can we get to you eating the gyro and we can keep talking about food? But it, it's really stressing me out that you have a gyro that's just getting cold and soggy right. Right I now. mean, sure. I mean, here we go. You know, the podcast king now directing. <laughs> I just No, I, I knew I this like was going to happen. It, it took a lot longer <laughs> than I thought. I thought, you know, about 10, <laughs> 12 minutes in, he's going to start directing the podcast. It's been about- I'm, not, 20, I'm directing the no, food. Excuse me. It's been about 22 minutes. So you actually lasted a lot longer than I thought you were. But yes, Bridger. Well, the Euro is frozen solid. No, no, Bridger of the very successful I Said No Gifts podcast. Let's get into the food if that's what you'd like to do. I know you're busy. You probably have to hop off the podcast soon. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Of course. No, with, no. I want to introduce you to the Euro. Yeah. Uh, and I'm already skeptical about where you got it from and what, uh, there's not a lot of good Greek food in LA and I, uh, this seems like it'll be decent, but I want to give it its best shot. All right. I appreciate that. Now I got the Euro from a restaurant called Spitz, S-P-I-T-Z. And I don't know why you're skeptical. You suggested this restaurant. Well, uh, there are not a lot of Greek restaurants in LA mm. and I did a lot of research, uh, <laughs> and was unable to find a decent looking Greek restaurant. Uh, there are a lot of restaurants in LA that are maybe Israeli or Armenian or uh, various foods that will then throw in gyro 
right. or gyros on the menu, but the, it's not what they actually do well. So it's like, and this Spitz place is a donor kebab place, which is kind of like a gyro, but not quite. But they've recently introduced a gyro to the menu, which I haven't even had, but I looked at photos and it looked like it could be a decent oh, gyro. Boy. So uh, let's see what happens. Now, but you enjoy gyros in the world. You've eaten a lot of gyros. I love gyros. Okay, I've never had one. They scare me. I mean, it seems scary. There's some kind of sauce on it. What kind of, is it like a tzatziki? There's a tzatziki What is sauce. that? It's like a yogurty okay. cream sauce all right, all right. <laughs> it's a delicious food it's a it's like a basically greeks hamburger they, they sell them on the street in new york i can remember walking by euro stands like a hot dog stand like a euro cart in new york on the mm-hmm. street street food cart there's a lot of them in New York. so i hope this is good i've had greek food before and it's been fine i don't like a yogurty Wait, what, taste like souvlaki yeah, but we went out for Greek food once, me and you, but it was like a plate with chicken and things, remember? Yeah, like souvlaki, that kind of thing. I don't know thing. what souvlaki really is. Is that a kind of chicken? It's like a, the yeah, chicken. Okay. Like All right, I'm going to open up this bag. Thank you, Spitz. Okay. I did not get the combo meal that comes with fries, but I think there might be fries in the gyro, which I'm excited about. I think about. there are fries in this gyro. All right, I'm opening up this delicious gyro. I hope it's delicious. Ooh, it's it's um. big. I'm so uh, nervous for you to eat this. It's a beef and lamb, which frightens me. I feel like it should be one or the other, not beef and lamb. That seems nuts to me. You eat so many bratwurst and sausages mm. and processed meats. Do you have this? Is how is this any? Have different? I had lamb before? I think I've maybe had a lamb kebab, a lamb stick, a lollipop, Skewer lamb lollipop. Ew. You know, they're like Where? little lamb chops. I think I've had that. I bet you've had lamb. All right, I've certainly had beef. Love it. <laughs> Sorry, vegan people. I get why you're vegan, and I do think I'll probably end up close to vegan at some point, but not any point soon. Okay, I'm opening up the Euro. I'm going to, you know, when I get my mom later on on this episode, I'm going to have to say gyro because she's going to be like, what's a gyro? I never even heard of it. I can tell you. Does she call it a gyro? Oh, I can tell you right now without <laughs> even have having discussed it with her yet that she calls this a gyro. Okay. <laughs> this smells delicious. I'm seeing tomatoes. Can I see of it course, over Of course. Let me open it up. Here we go. I should have taken a look before Here's we Here's the direction it. I was waiting for. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> Podcast King. Bridger Weinegger directing my podcast. I think the last thing I said to Bridger before we came into our separate offices to record this podcast is, Bridger, it's my podcast. (laughs) Isn't that... Zoom does not do food any favors. That looks revolting. Okay. (laughs) This looks beautiful to me. It has kind of thinly sliced beef and things. And there's and it's on a pita. some kind of a delicious sauce, but I guess that's not the Berliner sauce. You see that sauce there? Is it white? It's kind of a pink. Oh, no. They, they left the Berliner sauce oh, on, it sounds I told, like. I swear to God, I said no Berliner, which I pronounce as Berliner first. <laughs> but at the place, I said Berliner. I even practiced before I said it. I just wanted to see no other gyro places putting a Berliner sauce on their gyro. And that's why I told you to get rid of it. I'll take a bite from the other side, which doesn't look like it has too much Berliner. Well, the damage is done. Just try it. Well, should we just forget the podcast then, Bridger? (laughs) Oh. 
give it a shot and let's hear what you All think. All right, but- first time. It doesn't look that scary because there's things in it that I recognize. I recognize onion, tomato. The the meat looks good. There is a French fry sticking out, which is very comforting <laughs> to me. And then there's some kind of yogurty sauce in there. What was the other thing I said? No Berliner sauce and no. That oh, that was. Oh, it. and you just wanted the beef and lamb. Right, beef and lamb. Okay. All right. First time Euro with <laughs> the man that makes me happy, believe it or not, Bridger Weiniger. I know it doesn't seem like he does, but he really does. Seven and a half. Try the years. Euro. All right. Here we go. First time. <laughs> He's taking a big bite. He took a big bite. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that's delicious. What do you think of it? What does it taste mm. like to you? I've been eating gyros since I was a, basically probably since I was 10 or 11. So I couldn't tell you what my first experience was it's like. It's like a delicious. Mm. It's a little messy. Hold on. Mm. Very messy mm-hmm. sandwich. There's some gyro dripping down my face. All right. Mmm. Wow. That is delicious. It just tastes like a, a delicious beef sandwich. It's delish. Whatever sauce is on there, I enjoy very much. The Berliner sauce? I guess. I mean, there's a pink sauce. I don't know. What is is it? Like, what is what's the flavor profile of this pink sauce? Is it sweet? It's a little sweet. And it's also a little bit spicy. There's a little, just a teensy bit of spice on my tongue. See, now what you're eating is not entirely... Uh, my experience of eating a gyro. So I can't quite relate to you, but I'm going to try. Thank you so much for trying. (laughs) Really, the (laughs) listeners and I can't thank you enough. I'm going to have another bite because A, it's delicious, and B, I want to be sure. But I think this is a win. What are we doing? Uh, How is it temperature-wise? It's hot. It's not steaming hot, but it's warm. It's warmer than the pizza that we had at You Know Where this weekend. Oh, boy. We had some cold, disappointing food at this kind of very popular L.A. pizza place (laughs) that we may or may not ever go back to because it was not good. Okay. I'm going to hopefully not get sued, but also I'm going to now take another bite of this gyro just to be sure. Bridger Weiniger, podcast king. He said no uh, gifts, yes. but he said yes to the Euro. Here I go. Oh, my oh God. Mm. Hmm. You know what else is good? You have a terrible face on. Why? <laughs> I'm just thinking about how you had lunch like half an hour ago. How do you even do it? I wouldn't be able to eat a second a Euro immediately. I have after to lunch. have lunch before recording the podcast because if I don't That's like the, the food, big weakness to this podcast. If I don't like the food, then I'll just be starving. I can't do that to myself. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I need to have some food running That my is body. delicious. That is so good. It's so flavorful. It's got a unique taste that I'm not used to tasting, but it's kind of sweet. I think it's that Berliner sauce that I enjoy. <laughs> oh, no. The mm. thing you're enjoying is the thing that I didn't want you to have. The bread of it? What do you call that? Pita? Is that a decent pita? Delicious. It's soft, but 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 cooked on the side, on, on it. You know what I mean? It's delish. Well, this is great. Mm. It's nice to know that uh, Spitz is making a decent I gyro. would definitely I go there skeptical. and eat that. When's the last time you had a gyro? Um, I think the last time I had a gyro was I was in Salt Lake uh, 
Over the holidays? Oh, over the holidays. I was not in Salt Lake, but go ahead. You had COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I got COVID somehow. Who could I have gotten COVID from? I don't really see that many people <laughs> in the world. Yeah, my Christmas was spent watching TV with the dog who was also coughing and sneezing. So I'm sure I also gave my poor baby dog COVID. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You were in Salt Lake. <laughs> I was in Salt Lake and uh, Utah, as far as I know, has a large Greek population. I didn't know uh, that. I mean, coming on to this podcast, I, I had a hard time deciding what I was going to have you eat because obviously Utah doesn't have a real culinary mm -hmm. identity. Right. That's true. And uh, outside of things like Jello. There's something called funeral potatoes that are kind of famous at this What's point. What's a funeral it, potato? It's uh, it's good. It's very good. It's like uh, kind of like somewhere between mashed potatoes and hash browns mm. uh, with some sort of cheese on them and uh, cornflakes. <gasps> it's a very like weird 50s casserole Sounds type thing, but me. it's delicious. A little bit of onion and then... Uh, uh, there's, I guess they're served at funerals, but that's, I think would probably be the most famous thing. So there wasn't, I couldn't really think of anything. I was going to have you eat an egg salad sandwich, mm. which felt because I've never had one either. And I thought maybe we'll both eat this thing that kind of scares Is me. Is there mayonnaise but in that or what's in that? There's, that's why Ugh. I avoid it. There's too much mayonnaise, but I mean, I'll eat it. people love an egg salad sandwich. I know. So I thought maybe we would try that. But then I thought about the transport and the food safety. And I was like, Thank you, I don't know, food poisoning. Give us both an illness. So, yeah, the last time I had a Euro was in Salt Lake because they're everywhere. Every corner, there's a Greek restaurant or a hamburger restaurant with a uh, Greek owner huh. serving Euros. And do you think the Greek people are also Mormon or they just enjoy Utah? No, uh, Greek Orthodox. Wow, in Utah. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting because people would think that, you know, I mean, when people think of Utah, they just think it's all people who are of the Mormon faith and background and culture. But I guess there are all different kinds of people there. <laughs> there are, I haven't I seen any. all kinds, but there are a few uh, who are Interesting. But there is a big Greek population. They have a Greek festival. You can get good Greek food. And that's been a very difficult thing for me here in Los Angeles. Interesting. Well... I, I mean, I guess Spitz is not Greek food, but it sure was delicious. This gyro was really, really good. Well, a donor kebab is pretty similar to a, mm -hmm, a gyro. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just had to assume they could approximate. Yeah, no, this is tasty. Gyro. You'll have to taste it when we're done. Now, we have an email from a listener, which I am so excited. Thank you for writing into babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to read the I'm going to read the email we can discuss it. Is that okay with you, Bridger? I would love oh, to. Oh, wonderful. People should write into you. Okay. Hi Jimmy and guest. I'm loving the podcast. I started binging it when Bridger mentioned Baby Mouth on his podcast. <laughs> I said no gifts. Now, I have to say I wish Bridger you would mention my podcast a little more on your podcast because whenever you, you barely mention it, which you do, oh, give me a break. I get listeners. So anybody who's a crossover listener for my Said No Gifts, thank you for listening to Baby Mouth. It's a good podcast. Thank you, Bridger. I think so too. And I can't wait to be on your podcast. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Here's the second paragraph. My food nightmare has a bit of a backstory. I used to live with my friend and her family. 
I'd like to hear that story. I used to live with my friend and her family. Wow. She wasn't much of a cook, but she made the best pot roast I've ever had to this day. I loved pot roast days until one day she says she's trying a new slow cooker recipe for pot roast that has seven up and some creamy soup in the recipe. I was already disappointed and afraid. On top of that horrid combination, she didn't sear the meat before putting it in the liquid, which is a big issue if you want your meat to actually taste good. Come dinner time, I'm sitting there trying to politely have a couple bites, and I didn't want to say anything because she was loving it. Thank God her husband finally said it tasted like horse meat and started making PB and J sandwiches. I would have gone with... With it tasted like throw up, but at least he said something and I got a PB and J. I still shudder to this day when I think of that culinary abomination, Jacqueline. Thank you, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, why didn't you make something yourself? I know, this free life. I know, you're in your friend's house. I mean, I would imagine it's free rent with her family. Her family's nice enough to cook you dinner and you're complaining about the kind of seasoning that they're using on the meat, Jacqueline. Well, and she obviously knows how to cook. Yeah, she has all she these knew, tips and tricks. Yes, how to sear the meat before. And I think 7-Up in a creamy soup sounds good for a flavoring, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say the the uh, Seven Up element. There are a lot of recipes that call for soda. Yeah. Uh, that I, I think is kind of a normal thing. But then you start combining that with like a cream of mushroom, and I get uh, a little nervous. Well, I think it depends on the soup. A cream of mushroom. Ugh. I mean, a, what what do you want? A cream of chicken? I don't know, but I guess you're right. But I mean, you're getting the sweet with the soda, and then the savory with the soup. Right. And if you right. cook them together, it might be delish. But meanwhile, so there's this poor friend, her mean husband is insulting the food. I know, he, he apparently it tastes like has had a lot of horse meat. Horse meat. This horse meat fanatic. Horse meat fiend. Uh, is yelling at his wife. She, the friend is yelling at this woman. This poor woman. I know. She's a prisoner in her own I home. Know. I say, Jacqueline, move out and get your own. First of all, get a job. Get your own <laughs> stove and cook your own shit. Why are you worried about, you know, you're giving notes on somebody else's food. You should be grateful, Jacqueline. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think I just lost a listener. Jacqueline, don't Jacqueline, go. Jacqueline, don't go. We're just kidding. Can I send you a baby mouth t-shirt, Jacqueline? <laughs> what can I do to win your favor back again? We didn't mean to insult <laughs> you, but maybe be a little more grateful. You know, it's a good time to practice gratitude right now. Coming out of the pandemic, we're also grateful for things and a free meal, a free hot meal. You know, you're. You wouldn't love a big piece of beef slathered in Seven Up and uh, cream of mushroom. Well, so Jacqueline, please don't leave my podcast. But I think maybe try. I mean, unless I don't know, maybe Jacqueline's fifteen. We don't know how old Jacqueline is. And Jacqueline, well, if her friend is old enough to be married and has an oh, apartment, oh, that's true. With her husband. And she knows about searing meat before you... Well, she could have been on, like, Chopped Jr. Oh, my God. The most annoying so we don't know how old Jacqueline Chopped is. Jr. Have you ever watched... We've watched <laughs> Chopped Jr. Of course. I think we watched about 10 minutes of it, and I started screaming, and we turned it off. <laughs> it's just the most annoying children in all the land. Terrible. I feel like there was a kid on the Les Mis tour that I did that was on Chopped Jr. Oh, you're kidding. I think so. He probably wasn't annoying. I love those kids. But any other kid on Chopped Jr., annoying. <laughs> Do we know of any kid that's been on Chopped Jr. that's gone on to become an incredible chef? 
Well, give him five to ten years. Well, but Chopped Jr.'s probably been around for ten years. No, no, I would say no. Chopped, I believe, started in two thousand nine. So let's say Chopped Jr. was a spinoff, probably four to five years oh, later. Wow, it's interesting. You and I don't watch that many food shows. No, I I've watched a lot of Chopped. Uh, Maybe it's maybe they're hard to access yeah, now. Yeah, we don't now that we're watch. Um, what's the last kind of food show we watched together? Heat sauce. Watch the Bake Off. Oh, we love the Bake Off. There's just not enough. We should watch Top Chef. That's what we should watch. We actually went as Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry for Halloween. I'll have to post that photo <laughs> when I do the when I when we uh, release the podcast. I just look frightening. Yeah, you look terrifying. You look, you look quite a bit. I like had Paul a goatee Hollywood. or I had a beard and I made it into a goatee just for the Halloween. And I look just like you him. saved the costume. I look just like him. If you weren't with me, people would have just thought, "Who's that frightening man?" No, they would have thought, "What is Paul Hollywood doing in Larchmont?" No, I'm saying if oh. <laughs> I'm saying if you weren't there, me out of context oh. of the costume without you, yeah. I just looked unfortunate. You looked like the there's a character in the movie The Bodyguard that they think is trying to kill Whitney Houston. That's exactly <laughs> who you looked like. I if I up. saw you on the street, I would have been like, oh, that guy who's dressed like the not killer killer from The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston. They think he's the <laughs> guy. I don't this? know. I don't know the name of the character, but, you know, there's a big <laughs> twist in The Bodyguard. But this guy oh has like God. platinum blonde hair. He's terrifying is- looking. And they lead you to think, oh, he's the guy who's been trying to kill Whitney Houston. That is so insulting. But it was, did you see him? Do you see him? Yes. <laughs> Am I right, though? <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> But am I right? (laughs) But am I right? (laughs) Say it. Say, Jim, you're right. (laughs) You'll never hear that from me. Oh, Bridger, anything else you want to talk about? I think we're just about out of time. I mean, it just flew by. Well, time flies when you don't let the guests say a oh word. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here comes some of his curated written insults that he's been working on oh, for yeah. the last week. Go ahead, Bridger. Let them fly, babe. Go ahead. <laughs> We're all ready to hear them. Here they come, people. <laughs> you know, here it is. Used to write on late night. He's real oh. good at the insults and the jokes. Isn't it time for Lois? It's almost time for Lois, but I just want to say, uh, I can't imagine that I have any listeners that don't also listen to your podcast, which I just- Oh, you absolutely But do. I love your podcast. It's so oh, that's terrific. Sweet. How did you come up with the idea for that podcast? Because I really don't remember. Um, I was driving home from work at a job, and that sentence came to me. I said And no I thought- I said, no gifts. And I thought, oh, that could be a fun idea for a podcast. And that was basically it. First of all, you've had incredible guests, but you've gotten incredible. I mean, the, the gift that stands out the most to me is that Weird Al Yankovic gave you one of his trophies from third grade. No, not from third grade, okay, from high school. from high school. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Baby Mouth. I'm Jimmy Smagula. Do your research. Uh, Okay, from high school. Does it really matter? You couldn't have just gone along with third grade. There's a big difference. Any chance to correct That's the difference between a boy and a man. Any, (laughs) any way. 
<laughs> any opportunity to correct me will be taken. Oh, please. Well, I but that is an incredible gift that you got. Oh, I feel very lucky. What are some it's other incredible, incredible gifts that kind of stick out in your mind? Not that there are any, you know, better or than other ones, but are there any other gifts that you're like, oh, I just love that? Um, let's see. The most useful thing that I've ever gotten on the podcast mm-hmm. for, was from John Milstein. Okay. He gave me a car garbage can, which I used yes, to Yes, I've seen the car garbage can, and we love John Milstein. Um, I recently got a little porcelain cat from Mitra Jahari. It's just the cutest thing in the I world. I love that little cat. We could put milk in my half and half in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Emma Thompson, of course, famously gave me those Scottish marshmallow uh, treats. Uh, I've got a lot of wonderful things. It's been so much fun. It's great. And uh, I've also got a lot of unusable items, which are now cluttering our home. Yeah, I wonder if we're going to get rid of those. So you think we'll keep them forever? It's hard to say goodbye. It is. I I mean, I get the sentimentality of those gifts. Well, Bridger, this has been a joy. I'm so glad you finally had time to be on my podcast. Oh, please. I've been waiting for the invitation. Well, I'm waiting to be on yours. I can't wait to be on I Said No Gifts. Not happening. Tune into I Said No Gifts because you just never know when I'm going to pop up. And thank you for inviting me on. (laughs) Never. And now, Bridger, we're going to give my mom a call, who you know very well, who adores you. I love Lois. Well, she adores you. You know, it's fun to be in a relationship with somebody that everybody adores. I've never met anyone that you've worked with or met that doesn't light up when I say your name. And I feel the same way. Lois is the star of this show. Well, let's, let's chat with Lois. Bridger, thank you. Thank you, Jim. It's time to talk to Lois, my mom from Jersey. Can she get on Zoom? No, thank you. Here comes Lois. Here comes Lois. Hi. You're in. I am. I pressed the right button. I know. It's the first time in a few weeks when you've just gotten in on the first try. Can you <laughs> must be-, be my lucky day. It must be your lucky day. Can you believe Zoom that you can just see people here and hear people on a phone call? It's wonderful. I know. It's great. How's it going over there in Lynnhurst today? Oh, great. I'm doing housework. All right. Since I have no time to do it during the week, watching well, the kitties. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's what weekends are for, I guess. I guess. Now, a lot of people have been asking me about, I don't want to forget to ask you about the air fryer. People have been writing in and asking me. I didn't me, try it yet. Oh, everyone is waiting. I- I know. I didn't have time. The people, the world is waiting for you to just give it a try. Maybe tomorrow. I don't even know what I'm eating tomorrow. I'm eating tomorrow. You could just try a sample of fries. Yeah, you don't have to eat them. Just try them. You know what I mean? Just as a test, like a test kitchen. Yeah. It'll be like Lois's test pop-up kitchen with the air fryer. Right. (laughs) But right now it's still in the box. Yes, it's still in the box. All right, because people have been asking. Really? Oh, yeah. How's the weather there? How's everything going? Oh, the we- it's a little warmer today, but it's windy, windy, very windy. Windy, windy, very windy. Yes. Did you ever hear that it's- song? And windy's got stormy eyes. Yeah. Da, 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 yes. Da, 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 it's probably everybody. one of my... My time. Yeah, everybody knows it's windy. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, God. What happened? I lost your video. No, no. uh, Rody, I think, was calling him. It's fine. I'm fine. Oh, boy. Does your phone ring off the hook all day or only when you're No, it didn't ring. My phone didn't ring. It came on my cell phone. It was a text message? 
No, it, it's a call, but uh, nobody. She probably didn't get through. Don't worry about it. It's no, fine. no, no. I'm just saying. I wonder if you get a lot of calls during the day or only when we record. No, she she's down uh, the shore by Victor's house. They went and see uh, Victor's granddaughter had a tournament basketball. Oh, so she's probably calling from there. Oh, that's nice. Well, yeah, weekend yeah. weekend things to do. Right. Well, this week with Bridger Weiniger, our favorite person. You know Bridger. I do. I wonder when the last time you saw him was. A long time ago. Time ago. Because he never I comes know. to visit you or New York. Not a fan of New York City. Well, I don't blame him. And you don't come I here. I shake him. No, I came once. You came once. But we did Euro. Gyro? I'd never heard of it. Well, what have you ever, have you ever heard of a gyro? Yes, I heard of it, but I never ate one. It's the same thing. It just, I, you know, I'm still not quite sure how to pronounce it. Bridger is adamant that you have to say gyro. You know, it's G Y R O. But I've also heard people say gyro. Gyro probably sounds like the Americanization of gyro is. It says G-Y. Yes, G-Y-R-O, yes. But you pronounce it Euro. I imagine that's how Greek people probably pronounce it Euro. Something close to that. You've never had that? Never had it. Do you know what it is? Not really. (laughs) Do you not even know? What do you think it is? It's like, what do you call those things? Uh, Like a taco, like that. Almost like a taco. It's in a pita yeah. bread. Bread, yeah. And it's meat. I got beef and lamb in a pita bread with tomatoes, onions, and a delicious sauce. That Bridger didn't want me to get the sauce, and they put it on anyway by mistake. It was delicious. You would love yeah. it. I would like, I don't think I like the lamb. To me, lamb is greasy. Have you ever I had it? I think I did taste it once because my father, my dad used to eat lamb chops all the time. Yeah. And Aunt Rhody likes lamb chops, but I, I don't know. To me, they're like, I don't know. Yeah, I but just when's don't the last like time you have, well, it depends on how they're made. Oh, when I was a child. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is sliced. It's sli- thinly sliced beef and lamb. Look, yeah. I didn't want the beef and lamb either because I thought... That sounds like too much. Just one or the other. Right. I don't yeah, need right. beef and lamb. You know, it's like they have these sandwiches that are all the chicken fingers and uh, hush puppy, uh, you know, all this shit in one thing. I don't need all that. Just one item. Beef right. is featured in the Euro. But this was beef and lamb, and it was delicious. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did you ever and have... Bridger like it. Bridger loves it. Have you ever had any kind of Greek food ever? Greek. I think I had a Greek salad when I was working, but yeah. that's about it. I don't even know what's in a Greek salad. Do you remember? I have no uh, idea. I remember feta? olives. Yeah, cheese. Yeah, feta. All like I remember the black olives. Yeah, black olives. Yeah, that's it. I don't really know what else. Yeah, no, but I. I um, mean, I had one twenty. You've years never ago. had Slovakia? <laughs> no. Any kind of Greek food? No. It's delicious, Mom. You would love it. I don't know, Jim. I don't even go out anymore with this COVID and uh, to even go to a restaurant. I haven't been to a restaurant in, uh, yeah, I don't know, over a year. You could try to order food and try it. I know, but 
Yeah, I want to order something. I don't know if I like it or not. Mm. You're still eating the same things every week. Yes, every week. Yes. All right. I mean, Greek. Now, have you ever? All right. Try not to do that because it's a microphone. I know. I had an itch. Sorry. I had an itch. There's an itch. Everybody, Lois has an itch. That'll be our next section. (laughs) Lois has an itch. Lois has an itch. Um, no, it's okay. What about Greece as a country? Did you ever, would you love to go to Greece, the Greek islands? Is that something that sounds appealing oh, to you? Yeah, yeah, very expensive. I see. I don't them. think it is. I don't, but I see these trips there, like they give away on TV, and they're like 10,000, 12, I don't know how long they're, they're for or what's included. Yeah. Like sometimes they have dinners, breakfasts, and tours. Right. And right, well. It could be like um, an all-inclusive something where it's right. two weeks and then, of course. But I think it's Greece expensive. is, I think it's probably affordable and it looks beautiful. And, you know, one of the islands in Greece is Santorini. Santorini, which we is, know that. Which is my Aunt Rosemary, your okay. sister's last name from her first name. husband, Santorini. Right. Yeah. So I would love to go to Greece. And yeah, the food well. is excellent. I don't like olives, but... This didn't have olives in it. It was a gyro, and it was delish. The, um, the the way that everything seasoned and prepared, and it was very fresh from this restaurant in our neighborhood, called Spitz, and it was very very good. The the meat is thinly sliced, like I said. Yeah, thin. I yeah. think you'd like it, Mom. I You'd be know. surprised if you just tried it. You know, you would like. I it. know. There's a restaurant right up the street that right across from the um, library. They they sell. I say gyros, but you say. Yeah. I said to Bridger before you and I taped this, I said, there is no doubt in my mind that if I don't say gyro, she's not going to know what I'm talking about. If I say gyro, she's not even going to know what that is. I never heard anybody call it gyro. I know. I know. When I was younger in high school, I'm sure I called it a gyro, but I never wanted to eat right. it because it looked scary and it sounded scary. I know. You know, and another Greek thing that I know you love is. The musical Mamma Mia. Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember yeah. that took place all in in on a Greek island? Island. Yeah. And the three proposed fathers. Who was the father of the daughter? Where did you see that? Do you remember? Mamma Mia. We uh, we was it Vegas? Yeah, you Vegas. went to Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. You and Dad went on a trip. I think. And Aunt Rody and Rody and Artie were with us. Was it because uh, Uncle Ricky got married again, or married for the second time in a chapel? Or that yeah, was a but, different trip. Yeah, that was another trip. This we just went to go. Wow. Yeah, Rody. Yeah, Rody and um, Artie. Well, I've been to we've been to Vegas like six times. Yeah. Me and Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, we went. Me and you and Daddy. Oh, I saw Elvis. I know that's incredible, unbelievable. Oh, for Elvis! But do you remember Mama Mia? Seventies. I asked you. I said, "What do you want to see when you're in Vegas?" Because I, you know, work in the entertainment business. Yeah, we went backstage. I said I could get you tickets for any show you want to see. At the time, it was probably like Elton John, Celine. You said we want to see Mama Mia. Yeah, but we, I remember, I still remember when we went backstage. Yeah, my friend Carol was playing the lead and she said, send yeah. me backstage after. Yeah. Yeah, that's I very remember. fun. That's from Greece. It takes place in Greece, not really from Greece. It's ABBA music, yeah. but it takes place in Greece. Yeah. Well, so. I'm just saying, you probably would <laughs> yeah. like, you like Greek, you like the show that was set in so, Greece. Maybe oh, you would yeah. like a Euro. Maybe I would. I'm trying to just make a connection. <laughs> I might, but I don't know. I'm not 
I don't want to try. Have you ever been to Europe? You've never been anywhere. No. You've no. never been to been Italy, to... France, nowhere. No, 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 Europe. Just I just went to Puerto Rico and Aruba, California, Florida. How was and Puerto Rico? That was our honeymoon. That was great. No, you we went, went to, to Aruba this... on your honeymoon. No, I didn't. Jim. I oh. went, we, went, we went to Puerto Rico, this El Conquistador. It's a big <laughs> hotel in a mountain. Whoa. It's in a mountain. You had to go on the cable car to go up to dinner. Oh, I bet you beautiful. loved that. Oh, I did. It wasn't it wasn't high. Oh. But we we stayed down in the um cabanas. They were down by the pool. They were more expensive, wow. but the hotel was up on top of the mountain and you had to take a cable car to go to dinner. It was wow. beautiful. What kind of food did you eat there? Regular food, daddy, but daddy had turtle soup. Oh. Yeah, and and then we took a seaplane, which could you imagine, <gasps> your mother, to oh the Virgin Islands. Wow! So that, you were, when I was young. So you were much more adventurous when you were younger. Yeah, yeah, it was a seaplane, and you landed on the water. Yes. Oh, right. it was good though. It was. It wasn't that far. I forget yeah. how many minutes it was. But those planes are small. I know me and daddy couldn't even sit together because they had to like with the plane, with the weights and stuff. Yeah, oh, like I had to sit in a different seat. Oh my God. It was God. fun though. I would go well, I wasn't scared because it wasn't up high. Right. You know? Oh, the plane didn't up go high. up too high? No. It so you felt like if it crashed, all. it wouldn't be too far down to the ground. Yeah, it crashed with water. <laughs> but I'm just saying I wasn't afraid at all. Do you know how to swim? No. You don't? No. You've never known how to swim in your whole life? Nope. <gasps> and that's why I don't like boats. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what happened to the voice? Jim. It's here. I'm here. Oh. I'm laughing. <laughs> I didn't hear you. You weird. don't like boats because you can't swim. That's right. If it ever capsized, now, you, it. And there's no thought of there are, you know, life rafts life and things, life, life jackets. jackets. Is No, you don't care about that. No. You need to know how to oh. swim. Yeah, at in 75 the, years old, I'm going to go take lessons. <laughs> in the likely event I'm lucky boat, I can walk. <laughs> oh, my God. You are a piece of work, I'll tell you. <laughs> That is so I'm funny. I can walk. But I didn't know you didn't know how to swim. I never knew no. that. Nope. Uncle Artie taught me how to swim an hour above ground pool. He yeah. taught me how to swim and float on my back. Yeah. Well, I want the kids. They started lessons yes. last year, but then with the pandemic, and I want them to go this year because that's very important. Yes, they should know, absolutely know how to swim at a very young yep. age. I know, and they're old already. Then you get over your fear of like, you know, the ocean and pools. Right. And if there's no- But game. they love the ocean. Oh, they run right in it. They love the ocean. Oh. They love the pools. Well, that's like genetic from our family because I love the ocean. That is my I favorite place I love the ocean, but be. I don't swim in it. <laughs> well, you go in with your up to your ankles. Oh. No, I go in. I go into the waves, but I, I don't go way out. And swim. you used to roast. I'm so, thank God you don't have skin cancer. You and Aunt, my Aunt Rosemary used to sit on the beach. I remember the Jersey Shore vacations. We'd go at 8 in the morning and come back at 5 p.m. We'd bring a cooler with sandwiches. We would You would roast in the sun all day. Sure. 
I know, but I don't do I Now I can't stand the sun. And did you put any kind of sun protection on or you put on oil? No, just suntan lotion. <laughs> no. We didn't what did put the suntan lotion do? It didn't protect you. Made you no, it made you tan. I think the sun is very dangerous, don't you? It is. Well, now you pay for it because your face gets all, yeah, forget it's it. all. Yeah. But I guess um, back in the 60s and 70s, people didn't know the sun was dangerous. No. Wow. Well, no, I guess not. But people, uh, not me, I never did it. They used to put, um, what do you call that? Tin foil. Tin oh foil God. to get the sun. Yeah. Under their faces, you mean? Yeah. 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 Aunt Rhody, I remember you and her too, in the, and our, even in our backyard, used to just sit in the sun all day. Oh, yeah. On those yeah. lounge chairs. Yeah. We still have lounge chairs. Oh, but you don't sit in the sun. Does she sit in the sun? No, anymore? I can't stand the sun. Sure, she does. I'm sure she has a house down the uh, Milewood. I'm sure she sits in the sun. Oh, God. And you keep on telling. I can't stand the sun anymore. Yeah, it's really. too much. Like, I don't even want to be in it. I always sit under an umbrella or whatever. Yeah. I guess. And you, but you still love a long beach day. You'll go early in the morning and sit there, right? Or no? Yeah, but with an umbrella. But how long could you sit on the beach? Oh, not that long. No. I have to get up and move. No, a couple of hours, maybe two hours. Oh, because didn't we used to go all day? I have the memory of like bringing a radio and a cooler and. Yeah, not not all. We'd go maybe 11 to like three or four like oh, that. That's a long time. I don't time. remember going. I thought we'd go yeah. early in the morning, nine o'clock. No, get there. I don't think so. No. All right. Well, what are you doing with the rest of your day? Well, I got to go finish doing some, doing some housework. You didn't finish <laughs> I, yet? No. Well, I do some, then I sit, then I do some more, then I sit. Good. And then what else I have to do? Let's do something else. I don't know. No. And you don't have any social plans. Nobody comes over the backyard. No, not today. No, no. you go blow away. It's so windy, <laughs> <laughs> it's so windy out. Oh, and I don't want to go out in the wind with my allergies. Forget it. I know you said your allergies are bad. They're terrible. I did not inherit that from you because I don't have bad allergies. That's good. Yeah. Well, you all have them. Even the little kids have them. Yeah, but I'm lucky I don't have them. The dog has allergies. Edie. Yeah, you told Edie me. Edie has allergies, but she's doing better. Poor thing. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's like having a little baby. It certainly is. All right, Mom. Well, maybe you'll try a euro sometime, and we're all rooting for you with the air fryer. Everybody okay. wants you to just try it. Just take a handful of fries. Read the instructions at your leisure. It doesn't have to be I a know. rushed thing. Take your time. Enjoy. Read the booklet. Maybe tomorrow. I and know, see tomorrow if you like Sunday. it. Yeah. And then on the next episode, maybe. There's no pressure, but maybe if you try maybe I'll, okay we can see if you enjoy because it it's it's i think it's healthier for you and it's certainly oh, definitely. easier you don't think it is boiling oh, that time. hot oil that you're doing on the stove this is so much easier uh, okay but i'd be interested i'd be interested to know if a long time oil fryer person which is you you know, because you've been doing it for a million years, if you think the quality of the stuff that you're frying is as good or if it tastes better or worse. Oh, it probably tastes better, I'm sure. I don't know. Who knows? I have no idea. 
Well, we'll have to find out. Yeah. All right, mom. Well, have a good day. Thanks for coming on the podcast. And stay safe, son. The Baby Mouth theme song is performed by me and was written by me and Jesse Vargas. Jesse also orchestrated, recorded, and mixed the song. The Baby Mouth artwork was created by Tim Quartier. You can follow the Baby Mouth podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Baby Mouth Pod. Tell me about your own personal food nightmare. Have you ever been forced to eat something horrible at a fancy party or on a first date? Is there a food you're afraid to try? I want to know all about your scary food experiences. Email me at babymouthpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen and subscribe to Baby Mouth wherever you get your podcasts. And please, don't forget to leave a review. Baby, baby, baby.